0: Welcome to Road to Forest Valley podcast. Uh, for today's podcast, I'm joined here by Anthony. Uh, Hello. Anthony. Uh, Anthony works as a sustainability consultant and auditor in Milan, as well as Valerio. Hello, Hi. Valerio. Uh, Valerio is uh, the general manager and partner of uh, Circularity, which is one of the most promising green startups in Italy. Uh, Valerio uh, has a very long experience uh, in the energy sector and in the green economy field. So thank you very much Valerio for being here. You. So let's start with the, the, the first question, the easiest one. <laughs> Would you like to tell us uh, something about uh, what circularity is uh, and uh, what is your contribution to climate challenge?
1: Yes, sure. Thank you so much for the question. Uh, Circularity is a, an innovation startup that has been founded a couple of years ago and has the target to try to promote to the various companies or so industries uh, the new concept of uh, circular economy. Circular economy is a clear statement, a clear mm-hmm. target, but uh, there is something that the sounds maybe uh, misleading because people think about sustainability as the main target. Uh, circular economy means uh, try to decouple the economic growth and the use of uh, the resources of the planet. So what is uh, absolutely the target of circular economy is to try to find the new business models that allows to the industry, so to the economic and social environment, to grow anyway, considering at the value that can be found uh, in uh, materials that are the end of life, trying to recreate them and to put them inside a new production circle
2: it's a good introduction to anybody in the audience who maybe doesn't have a full understanding of what circular economy is or what it means so that's perfect yeah Yeah. the naming of the company means absolutely this kind of
1: need anyway to promote also the knowledge uh, through information, possibility of educational matters and uh, Mm -hmm. approaches and example of, let me say, positive uh, circular economy implementation that can try to make companies and people understood on uh, what are the values that uh, we are trying to promote.
2: Okay, so I just have one question to start us off. So you mentioned that the aim of circularity is to promote principles of circular economy among different industries and also within the business models of companies. Could you give us a little bit more information as to how circularity is able to achieve that? Yeah, well, let me say that
1: what is quite important to understand is that uh, you can't implement circular economy alone. The basic value of circular economy is the concept that industries, so companies, have to create a network to work together, to think about something new in their production and distribution processes, and to try to find the right balance between their economic interest and the environmental interest, that are one of our, let me say, main needs to be safeguarded in these moments. So when you think to examples of linear economy, that someone can also think to have a better approach in front of environmental pollution, for example, or to create less emission using renewable energy. But no one is thinking about the fact that we create a lot of additional emissions, avoiding to use materials that are already present in the products that we put on the market. And on the other side, Companies are continuously trying to find a profit using primary virgin materials and trying to reduce the cost for their production. In this way, we create a lot of additional emissions, even if We, a single company, try to use as possible renewable energy because the part of the extraction of raw materials and so on will be taken maybe in third world or in other countries using anyway fossil fuels, so contributing to emissions. And another matter is that there is a positive balance on the possibility to reuse materials, so recycle materials instead of creating new Materials as input of new products. So, what is important really and what is difficult to achieve is to try to find this kind of connection in terms of interesting business and models of business and interesting environment and uh, uh, contribution to uh, a better uh, environmental situation among several. Companies that up to yesterday maybe they were competitors and tomorrow should be partners anyway. And try to find this kind of virtual uh, loop for safeguarding resources and emissions. Okay. So
0: may I ask you one question about how do you actually do that? I mean, uh, do you as as security? Your goal is to make connections. So how do you make those connections? How do
1: how do you match companies and make them work together? Yeah, there are several steps that we try to approach in promoting anyway this kind of concept in circularity. The first need is anyway, to provide information and learning possibilities to the companies to understand what is new inside this kind of evolution of economy and economic prospects in Europe in particular and in the world in general. Together with this kind of, let me say, proposition instruments, we have created a platform in which a set of companies that are used to work on Uh, secondary materials, let me say, what is now considered a waste uh, can find uh, virtual or virtuous trips, let me say, or loops uh, in connecting themselves in such a way that if I find uh, that close to me there are companies that are using and recycling materials that are my waste, uh, I can try to make different relations and try to push them to recycle more than what is the usual business of level of recycling that they use. Because we know that there are also users that are trying to grow their business with recycled materials, or I can close my loop in the sense that some of my waste material, it can be after recycling, re-enter in my production process. And so we have this kind of platform in which more than 20,000 entities in Italy as companies are related to their connection and the information among the materials that they are discarding, recycling, and possibly reusing.
2: So uh, let's say within recent years, what trends have you been noticing When it comes to, let's say, the level of recyclability of the products that companies in general are making and that consumers are consuming, have you noticed that there's been a positive trend? Yeah. Let me say that something is moving,
1: not so fast as uh, we all hope uh, anyway, just to give a positive impact on the environment. What we can see in the market is that particular products that are mainly dedicated to the mass market and beverages and cosmetics, uh, pharmaceuticals, uh, and so on, are starting to consider, let me say, a political push that is coming from their clients that that, uh, want uh, more and more products that have uh, packaging that are sustainable. And so they are trying to change a little bit uh, their approach inside or the way of produce materials or the way of reduce waste and the way in which uh, their packaging mainly can be reused for themselves or for other companies. This is a particular trend. Most of the companies anyway are not uh, directly promoting this kind of new attention. Sometimes there are big players at the international level that are in a way pushing them to approach in a more greenish way their production. Because big players now can consider only providers that respect some particular environmental and circularity standards or levels. And so this kind of movement is ongoing, even if mainly the part of companies that are working in a B2B perspective, not in a B2C scenario, are a little bit more reluctant to do this kind of transformation.
0: I have a couple of questions about that. So what you're saying is the change is coming from the end-user, the customers, and then it's also coming from the big players. Like I know that Zalando, for example, yeah, is pushing okay. as a, as a Exactly. Uh, so my question is, if uh, the companies in the big industries uh, and, uh, for example, suppliers of Zalando, one, in the case they don't have uh, Zalando, asking them to be more sustainable, let's say. How do you convince them to move to circular economy, to sustainability? I mean, which are the the challenges you're facing every day in convincing them? Do you have to convince them? Which leverage do you use to convince them? Okay, anyway,
1: in all the cases in which you speak uh, with companies, the first (laughs) possible argument is economic.
2: Mm -hmm. So,
1: if you can demonstrate that they can gain, in terms of reduction of costs, some money in using or approaching in a more virtuous manner the part of reduction of waste, consideration on discarded materials for closed loop or open loops, so the use of this kind of materials also outside their direct reuse. Uh, This can be the first really rationale to use for that. On the other case, uh, let me say that uh, there is something that also is moving in terms of regulations. You know that uh, European Union is is moving a lot of money in in the next generation EU program dedicated to circular economy. So also the possibility to uh, apply to a better financing in terms of projects that are dedicated is also another good reason to let them thinking about the need to change something in their usual business. Final, there is also something that is moving in the side of waste generation and waste management. And this is related to the extended producer responsibility. law, is the one directly of the European Union that should be anyway taken into action by national entities in a couple of years. That is uh, indicating levels of recycled materials that they must use in their production. And so this is clearly one of the other main arguments to make companies understood on the value or the disvalue that they can suffer if don't approach to the circular economy and sustainability in a right manner.
2: So just to clarify, within, within the context of the European Union, there has been there's increasing regulation that is mandating that the products are produced with increasing percentage of recycled materials. Did I understand that correctly?
1: Yeah, let me say,
2: this is a
1: a, a non-direct effect. In the reality, what the European Union asked for is that materials that are in end of life, so they are waste or they are product Mm -hmm. after the usage, must be as possibly recovered. This contributes to the mass flow balance Inside the European Union, combining uh, virgin raw materials with secondary materials. And this clearly can create uh, beneficial effects also in terms of economics, uh, in uh, the sense that uh, there is a better trade balance between import and export. And so, self sustainability of, of, let me say, natural materials inside uh, Mm -hmm. the European Union and this is one target and the other effort is that using recycled material you use less energy in most of the cases to recreate the same materials that is originally processed to create products and so we can reach also reduction of carbon dioxide emission targets that has been put as a a clear objective in uh, the next years uh, by the EU and the world in general.
2: Okay. This, okay. Sorry, go, go, go. I just wanted to ask you, would you say that this is true for all kinds of, especially when it comes to packaging? No, because that seems to be kind of issue that, especially when it comes to circular economy, is the one that's the most pressing. I think that the European Union published a report saying that it made up the overwhelming majority, in any case, of the, especially of, of marine plastic. So you you had said stated before that the use of energy, the energy intensity of creating recycled products, especially when it comes to when it comes to packaging, would you say that that's true for for all kinds of packaging or specifically uh, more for, most of them? Not for all, anyway.
1: Clearly, uh, you have to consider that uh, there are. levels or two different views on the part of recycling so one is uh, the possible maintenance of the same characteristic in terms of physical and uh, chemical properties of the materials and unfortunately in recycling most of the material goes through a downcycling the second point is that for some treatments clearly there is let me say a Comparable level of energy intensity in in the part of uh, or generation uh, or recycling. But where is the difference? Is that if I produce plastic from crude oil, surely support the extraction of more oil and the combustion. More oil with all the part of the emission that are. If I use uh, In a plastic, let me say, treatment plant, uh, renewable energy, I have a comparable intensity, but I have much less emission or impact on Mm -hmm. the environment. And so this is uh, the the side benefit that is quite important to consider anyway.
2: Okay. Well, I
0: I have a lot of questions, but (laughs) we're almost running out of time. So I I will just ask you uh, one last question my last question is about the uh, managers who are just starting up from zero to approach the circular economy and i mean those topics and my question is where would you start so what would you suggest us to to do
1: well i think that as in all the matters of the life when you have to write to some results you have to start the first something about so you have to reason and one of the main points is that uh, you have to fully understand uh, the matters that are around uh, the part of the principle and the concept of uh, circular economy and sustainability and uh, your experience in doing the business as a uh, linear business are a good experiences and try to think a little a little bit out of the poker, let me say, in such a way that you can try really to put in place a strategy in which the combination between the economic result and the environmental result should run together for a, a good final objective. So my first point is that you need surely a lot of formation and information, a learning process for the people and and to put the people together in such a way they understand new relations that are necessary and that will drive the economy in the the next future. And so the idea of Forest Valley, uh, for example, to find Mm -hmm. a physical place in which different experiences, different business models, different levels, different projects can be together is uh, an enormous and uh, a great starting point uh, to let uh, this kind of uh, process to, to grow and to arrive to uh, a positive maturity.
0: Okay, so you it would was, it was suggest first study and then talk together and uh, yeah. let's find together how yeah. yeah. to solve the problem
1: you have to you need to be in uh, let me say uh, a common language and a common speaking level about the concept in other case uh, it's also difficult to to make the ideas uh, join up and be okay. inc- un- understood by by the other
0: okay so thank you so much this has been a very interesting conversation yeah, thank and you so much. I- Yes, I, I'm so sad that we cannot stay more, uh, otherwise I would have asked you like uh, tons of questions but I, I hope we'll have the opportunity to to talk again about
1: those topics Absolutely, so, surely, <laughs> I, I will wait for a, a second appointment with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Definitely,
0: definitely Okay, uh, well, uh, thank you Anthony because uh, you helped me a lot uh, with, uh, with this interview and because you have great questions. I, I see that you have a very wi- wide uh, knowledge of the, of the topic. <laughs> thank uh, you. And I hope to have you here again on the next episode of this podcast. That's and uh, once again, thank you, Valerio, for your precious time and your valuable thoughts.
2: Thank you. Thank uh, you, guys. See you. You'll hear from us in the next episode.